feel it on the inside Let's go, let's take it where your friends might Not know, yes, take them to the real side What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dropping Wisdom with Santos. And today, my guest is Ray. Please introduce yourself, man. What's going on? Ray Gatlin. I'm a school administrator. I'm Virginia Beach, also a football coach for high school. Okay, let's get into the school administrator questions that I have for you. Okay. How long have you been teaching? This is my 21st year in education. Which levels of high school? All high school? I've been all high school. High school, I've done taught English. I've taught special education. All ninth, ninth grade, what grades? Nine, nine to 12. Okay. Um, how, how have you um, noticed the students have changed throughout the years since we, we've been in high school until now? How have the students changed behavior wise or? I mean, now I feel like students now are a lot more older. If that makes sense. I'm like more mature? Yeah, they're more mature. They do more stuff on their own than I think we did. They're pretty much adults at a young age. I know because, that just from my son being in you know ninth grade, he's more mature than I was. Is that because of technology? Probably technology. What motivated you to become a teacher? I guess sports. You know, I wanted to coach. It was fun. Um, I like working with kids as well too. What do you bring to the table, which uh, which makes um, people like that you think that other teachers? And students like you? I think because I'm fair. You know, throughout all, you know, my teaching, I've witnessed, you know, teachers, administrators that, you know, basically want fair to students. So my thing is I want to be fair to them, you know, understand that, you know, most of them are doing the best they can and uh, just, just try to be fair with them. I think they appreciate that more. Because you talk to them as, like, like you said, you talk to them as, as an adult. Yeah, on talk that to level. them as an adult. Um, let them know you really care about them. But also, sometimes you have to tell them, you know, the truth. Um, sometimes they don't want to hear it, but when they do hear the truth, sometimes it helps them. Does your school have ROTC, JROTC? No, I'm at the alternative school at Renaissance Academy. Uh, we don't have ROTC there. Well, the schools that, that you did in the past, did they have them? Yeah, they have ROTC. Yeah. Did, did you like those? Did you think that was a good class for your students to take? Yeah, yeah it taught them a lot of discipline. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like military, teaching discipline. I had a couple of football players that played that played for me, who also ROTC, and you notice a difference from when they started to when they finished. Just the discipline factor with ROTC. That's great. Have you ever had to like send a student to the principal's office, give someone attention, detention? I try not to. I feel like if I sent when I was a teacher, if I felt sent the kids kid out of out of the class means I couldn't control my class. So I made a point to deal with it myself. If it was something serious, of course, but I never had anything serious. So rarely have I sent a student to the principal's office. Okay, now when you're teaching, when you first got hired, did you make up your own curriculum or did they give you a curriculum to teach? They give you a curriculum to teach and it's basically suggestions. They say, okay, you got to do this and this month, this month, and you do it how you want to do it. Like there's no specific way you have to do it. You just got to teach those certain, certain objectives. Okay, now when it comes to high school football, we talked about this earlier. Now, when you and I went to high school, football practice was what, late July? Late July, early August. And then football season ended December. December. And then you came back next July. Yeah. For football practice. Yeah. How is football practice nowadays? Now it's year round. You got the seven on sevens, which is a big thing now. They do seven on seven year round. 
And with that, can they play other sports? They can. Because the 7-on-7 seven seven is not sanctioned by VHSL. It's just like club teams. What positions are 7-on-7s? Seven seven it's just all the receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. you got your defensive backs, linebackers. So everybody except the linemen. Okay. So how does that work? So they're not the quarterback isn't being pressured? No. He has basically, depending on where you play at, four or five seconds throw the ball. You don't throw that time, you're sacked. Okay. What's your coaching philosophy then? How do you how do you decide what like what position what what's your coaching position? Right now I'm a defensive coordinator, Oscar Smith. Uh we had a game on Monday. We won sixty-four to zero. we held the team to minus sixteen yards on offense. Uh it was nasty out. But uh yeah, I work with the defense. Let's just be honest here. Have you ever stolen any plays off Madden? No. No? <laughs> no. Don't, you know, I don't even play Madden. So no. <laughs> no. I ain't yeah. played Madden in years. Any <laughs> of those kids ever suggest, hey, play, this play works on Madden or anything? I think a while back when Madden was, you know, big, when I first got in coaching, people would suggest stuff for Madden, but now, no. No? no, 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 no. I would suggest that shit. Have you seen this Tiger <laughs> Blitz that they have or some shit? Have you ever won a championship? No, man, I haven't. Last year, we lost the state championship. We uh, played South County. The final score was 13-12. Now, I'm confused. You need to explain this to me because you guys are practicing football, having football games, but I thought everyone was being homeschooled. Well, you got virtual school. We call option one, option two. Some students are homeschooled. Some students are coming in. So it just depends on the parent's choice. Like my son, he's staying home the whole year. But he still plays football at Ocean Lakes. Okay, so what about when you're teaching, are you teaching in class or are you teaching via Zoom? Both. It's the same class too? Yes. Some teachers have, let's say, three students in their class. And they might have 10 students at home. Is it at the same time though? Same time. Okay. So it's difficult. It's difficult. Because, you know, you got the students here in class and at home, so it's hard to go back and forth. What would you prefer? As far as a, a teacher? Yeah. You want one or the other. I mean, I really yeah, have, have kids, it, you know, in person, of course. You get to them better. But, you know, with COVID going on, you can't really do it. What if, um, so how do you grade their, their, their they, I guess they submit their work? Submit their work. I mean, the way stuff is now, everything is through technology. We have the Schoology program, which all the class, all the work is on that Schoology program. So, so you're not paying out a worksheet. Like, they're not, no. you, you rarely see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fathom that. Yeah, you, you don't see any worksheets. You're not handing out any worksheets. Do you help um, any of your players get recruited through college? Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to learn the coaches, the college coaches, the recruiters. Uh, you got to build trust with them. Once you build trust with those, you know, college recruiters, you know, you give them suggestions based on what they need. Uh, the biggest thing is meeting as many coaches as possible. You know, you go to the different, um, Clinics, meet different college coaches, build those relationships. That helps with the recruiting. What is the most difficult part of coaching? Really, it's balancing your family and coaching. I mean, it's nonstop. Because I'm thinking, because if you're teaching and then coaching, you don't get home to what, 7.30 at night? 7.30 or game night could be 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's time and, you know, trying to maximize that family time. How do you deal with a crazy, like, parent? Parent? I do, mean, it happens. Had any? I had a couple crazy parents. And, and the thing is, 
most of the time I'll send them to the athletic director. You know, they're in charge of everything. If we can't meet see eye to eye, I say, well, I'll send it to my boss. If they can't see eye to eye, they send it to the principal. You know, it just like, but, hey, how come we're not playing my son? You can't say well, because your son sucks. No, I won't say that. If a, if a, a parent legitimately comes and says, you know, why is my son playing? First thing I'll say is, have you talked to your son? Most of the time they haven't. Because usually that child's not playing. They know they shouldn't be playing. It's very rare that they think they should be playing. So I, you know, I'll say talk to your child first. And then once they talk to the child, we'll have a sit down. I'll say come to practice. You know, you can watch them in practice. I mean, you, you can actually watch if you still think they should play at that point. Well, if they're that bad, should they even be on the team? I mean, public schools don't cut anybody. so They don't cut nobody anymore? Not really. This was the first year we had to cut because with COVID, they only allowed a certain amount of players on the team. Like in Virginia Beach, they only got 50 players. In Chesapeake, we have 65 with no JV teams, so just the varsity teams. So if you're not in that top 50, top 65, and you're ninth or 10th grade, you don't play this year. Like my son was lucky enough. He's a ninth grader. He made the 50 at Ocean Lakes. How does it work? Um, what kind of grades do they need to keep playing? The way now we have the four by four, so they have to pass at least three subjects to pass because they're doing four by four uh, scheduling. That basically means for the first semester from September to January, they're taking four classes. The end of January, they start four new classes. So they got, they got an opportunity to take eight classes that whole year. Well, in the second semester, I mean, does that kick them off the seven on seven if they're failing the second semester, even though the season is the first semester? No, because the seven on seven is more club stuff. So it's not VHSO run. So the grades don't matter for the seven on seven. Okay, have you ever um, been lucky enough and coached to coach a player that went to the pros? Yeah, I coached Percy Harvin. Yeah? Yeah, back when me and you, uh, no, you just had left. We was at Lansdown. Uh, he played, yeah, he was our receiver. So, yeah, I coached Percy Harvin. Uh, I coached Kyle Parham. He played at UVA, and he went to a couple different teams. So, so yeah. you, you coach other, other, other players that had successful college careers as well? Yeah. Our linebacker, we coached, I used to coach at Bishop Sullivan. Our linebacker, he's at Ohio State right now. A uh, bunch of kids. Got kids at TCU. All over. That's great. Yeah. What What's it going to take um, for you? Um, how are you going to be able to, to become a head coach? You've been coaching well, for you've been coaching as long as you've been teaching. Well, I was I was a head coach already. Okay, and I was a head coach at two different places. I head coach at Green Run High School and head coach at Prince Anne High School. I was actually getting out of coaching to pursue my administration. So I went back to school, and I got out of it when one of the coaches at Ocean Lakes asked me to come be an assistant. I lived, you know, right up the street. So I went on and became an assistant there, and I've been coaching with him ever since as an assistant. Okay, and. Onto the other subject, what does it need, or what does a teacher need to need to do to become a principal? You have to obtain a master's degree. Okay. Uh, most of the time, the master's degree is in education, but it could be something else. And then you have to pass the, um, I can't think of the name of the test. You got to pass the test. I took my test. I put it one time, test like 500 bucks. I took it one time. I got just the right amount of points. <laughs> but works, that's all I bro. needed. That's all I, I needed. You, as long as it says pass, you pass. But I know several people now who's taken that test, you know, five, six, seven times and still haven't passed it. So, so now you're just waiting on like an opening? Well, the job I have now, it is an administration job, and I had to ha pass my test in order to take that job. Okay. Now, if I wanted to do something else, I could go and be a, a principal, but I would probably have to be 
my job now as an educational specialist for a couple more years. I'll move on to assistant principal with the public schools. Okay. Okay. Now, other questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, um, what is your um, issue with dogs? I was bit by a dog. I was okay. 12 years old, me and my dumb cousin, going to after school program or summer program. We jumped the fence. St. Bernard ripped my leg up. So ever since then, I just didn't like, I used to like dogs before. I was like 12, maybe 11. Ever since then, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Well, you, did you I have a dog? That? You didn't know that dog, though. You were, no. in, were you in his yard? I was in their yard, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm, he I'm, didn't know you either. I, I'm not saying he did the wrong thing. I mean, well, you have a dog now, though. Yeah, I got, I've got a dog there. And how, how was your relationship? Has that, has that built a, a relationship trust with the dog? Yeah. With more dogs now? Yeah, I mean, I trust my dog. But, yeah, I don't trust a lot of dogs, man. I just don't yeah. trust them for whatever reason. I got you. Have you ever had any ghost paranormal experiences? Ghost paranormal experiences. I have. <laughs> Tell me, man. I, I mean, when my grandma passed away. Tell me your favorite away, one or the one that really sticks to you. Sticks yeah, when my grandma passed away, I was in college. And I came home early for the funeral. I went back to school. And maybe two days later, I was sleeping. In and, your dorm room? In my dorm room. And to this day, I, I swear this is true. My phone rang. I, and I swear it's true to this day. And I answered the phone. And it was my grandma's voice. She said, everything's going to be okay. Click. And I swear to this day it was true. And she'd already passed <laughs> she'd away. She'd already passed away. I swear to this day it was true. But what did you? What was your reaction? What I was scared. You? It scared me. Yeah. But, I mean, it made me feel better. And was it a dream? Maybe, but I don't feel like it was. Yeah, I got <laughs> I you. I really don't feel it Honestly, was a dream. Honestly, something like that happened with my mom after my father passed really? away. Really? Yeah, a couple months after he passed away, she started blowing me up. Um, kind of like scared too because her phone started ringing mm -hmm. and it was my dad's number. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, and that, that that was she didn't answer it because she always has her phone on vibrate or whatever. Right. But she she got she was she that was that scared her too because she says why is that number calling me? Right. I'm like, mom, I don't know, man. I don't know. I have no answers for right. that. That would be wow. that would kind of uh, creep yeah. me out as well, you yeah. know. But maybe that's the same message he wanted to give um give her is what the the message your grandmother gave you. Yeah. Everything's okay. I, I'll never forget that, man. Damn, <laughs> it feels that real. Like, goosebumps, it, man. It feels real. Like it felt. It still feels real to this day. What about aliens or UFOs? I don't have any experience with this, man. <laughs> you, you? <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a uh, when I was on the on the coast of Cutter Forward, I could have sworn I seen um, an unidentified submerged object, really going around our our ship off the coast of Puerto Rico. This was '96 before tech and the internet, so right. I didn't know anything about it. But if you go on YouTube and you uh. Talk and you just doubt like you're like UFOs in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. It'll talk about how they think it's like there's a uh, a USO base in the caverns underneath Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah. So that's all I can <laughs> say about that. But um, now that we're at the end of the podcast, what wisdom can you give to a teacher that's thinking about pursuing being a principal? Do it for the right reason. Um, you got several teachers don't, that don't want to teach. <laughs> Some teachers just teach because they want their summers off. Principals. What? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Do they get paid during the summer? Well, you space your out for the 12 months. So Okay. But, I mean, do it because you want to do it. Because a principal is a 12-month position. It's the whole year. And if you want to do it, you got to do it for the right reason. You got to really enjoy kids. But understand the same point. 
you're not going to interact with kids the same way. It's a different interaction. Meaning you're not going to see kids every single day. If that's what you enjoy, administration is probably not for you because you're not going to see them every day. You might, you're going to see the worst kids every day. But so it's just not, think of, think of if it's for you or not. If you're actually going to, because you're not going to be with, with kids every single day. And if that's what you're also going to pursue, then also know that you have to get a master's. Yeah, you definitely got to get your master's well. degree. You definitely got to pass your test. Okay. Now, what last? What kind of wisdom can you give someone that's thinking about being a, a, a head high school football coach? A head high school football coach is time. I mean... Because most f- high school football coaches, are they mostly also teachers? Yes, yes. But it's time because, you know, assistant coaching is bad, but high, head coach is worse. Because when assistant coaches leave, you're probably still there. Those have to be 15-hour days. It's probably more than that. That's crazy. It's a, it's a lot of it's Now, that's extra pay on top of your teacher's pay. Yeah, but it's not worth it. It's not. If you're doing it for the money, don't do it for the money. That's the biggest thing. Another, another do it for the right Don't reasons. do it for the money. Do it because you love football. Because you're not going to get your money's worth out of it. I think a while back, I read an article, and they said high school coaches probably made something like $0.35 cent an hour. <laughs> Fuck! Based on, think about it, year-round, yeah. you only get paid during that football season. What? Wait, you get paid <laughs> only during football season, but the other eight months? When you're doing the weight training, you don't get paid for that. Oh, man. Yeah, you don't get paid for that. So, uh, now, Oh, my God. Now, if you go somewhere like Texas, Georgia, now that's different. You'll get a job. You can get a job coaching football, making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year just to coach football. High school? Yeah. Fuck. This depends on where you go. So yeah. So if you want, but those jobs are cutthroat. Meaning, if you lose, you're not gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about um, like, do you know anything about like basketball and baseball? Are they also on the same level? They practice all year round too with those sports. It's pretty much all year round. Go ahead, dog. <laughs> it's pretty much all year round because the club teams, like basketball, is AAU. If most high school teams have an AAU team as well, that's a travel circuit, and that's bigger recruiting than regular high school. Than regular high school, <sighs> baseball is the same way. That's just crazy. I didn't. Whew. Okay. Now, when you get to AAU, though, when you get to AAU stuff, some of those coaches do get paid. If they have their own brand, they do get paid. So it just okay. depends on where you know where you coach them from. Okay. Now, also, did you have you noticed any of the grades being affected? During the COVID, since this honestly, since since twenty twenty, funny thing, man. When you talk about grades, the virtual learning is not for everybody. Yeah, like my son, he's a BC student. Like he's not an A student. I hate to say it, he's not. He's BC. He's a BC student, making a D every once in a while. But since he's been virtual, it's been all A's and B's. Can you? Is it easier to cheat? No, it's just less to do. I think. Oh. I think it's just less to do. Less distractions because yeah. he's not being, you know. Because I know when I was in school, like I'm always like I was always like clowning around. So and my son's a, a talker. That, yeah, and there's that, yeah. There's, so no longer you're no longer distracted. You're just looking at yeah. a, at a computer. Here's your lesson. You do your lesson. You go. And it's easier. There's no there's less distractions there. Huh? The biggest thing I say problem from my experience with my son is it's time. That first block class, he'll, he'll wake up at seven twenty. He logs in. He gets back in bed sometimes. He's only he's in the class. They don't have to show the. They don't have to show their video if they don't want to. Oh, they don't. No. So they he can just, he can log in, but that doesn't know that that doesn't mean that they know that you're present. They don't know. Could that be? They, could they, that, ask could that, could a, that be automated? They ask him a question. They might ask you know. They might ask him a question. He don't respond. They know. Oh, shit, he's just sleep. Ah. See, that's when it first started. I was like, son, you can't go back to sleep, man. 
So that that was that was a problem at first, but now he knows. You know, he stays up. So you basically with, also with your students, like so you basically know like because I know I tried online through in college, mm-hmm. and I I couldn't do. It. I'm more of a in class kind Me of too. dude. Because I guess that's more of the older school kind of right. people. So well, that's good. He's getting better grades. Yeah, and that's what he's that's what he chose to do online. Yeah. So you can't choose to do both. It's either one or the other. No. Well, they call it um, what they call it hybrid. So at first they're going to school like if they're hybrid, maybe two days a week and home for two days. You know, Mondays they don't have school. They call it asynchronous learning. Meaning the teacher will give an assignment. They got a whole week to complete that assignment. That's Mondays. Hmm. Yeah. So Mondays, you, technically, you don't have to do anything. Do you miss uh, working at Hammerheads? It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was fun. Because I was talking to Alan on that podcast I just had, and he we were talking about how... I mean, uh, we're young, though. You know what I mean? We're yeah, young. Man. I was so I don't remember a sober night. And he was like, nah, I, I like, said, because we weren't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember getting home. Somebody said, what the fuck? I know. I, yeah. I'm with you. That was just like, crazy. And I'm like, we never, you know, it was... And just, the crazy thing is, we're lucky, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like we were lucky because we didn't give it. We didn't care. Yeah, I don't know. I was lucky. There was a few times I shouldn't. Yeah. Have been, I shouldn't have drove. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're young and, and it was dumb. So stupid because Rilla was with us. He didn't drink. Right. Why was I driving? Right, right. That made no damn sense. We just young man. We didn't. We didn't care. Like it's just. It's, yeah. Think back. Like we're lucky as hell. And that's what he was saying. He was basically saying, you know, back then we could have a few drinks, but we still carried ourselves well. Carried most ourselves of most of the time. <laughs> pretty decent while right. while working. He says nowadays none of them. Are allowed to, so none of them do that, you know, because you can't. People really, you know, right. get carried away. But yeah, man, I'm yeah, I miss those days too, man. It's be fun, man. Yeah, Tiki Bar was pretty fun too. Yeah, that was a bigger venue. That, that was, was bigger. Than, yeah, I used to tell him, I was like, <laughs> and, and it wasn't as if we were sneaking behind the owner's back. Right, right. Because I said the <laughs> owner was the one giving us shots of Jaeger. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that was a great time. It was so. Well, all right. Well, thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Please subscribe and rate. I'll talk to you guys next time.